This is the Scum and Shake fantasy football show about the LV Dynasty Fantasy Football League that we are all in. Happy Wednesday. Wednesday, Tanker Inc. Wednesday. We've got um, less of a chock full episode uh, than we did last week because we're not doubling up. So that's good to hear. But, um, you know, I'm kind of I'm kind of plodding out here and I'm a little lost. Where's my roadmap? I don't know. Let's start off with we're, we're lost in the back roads. We can't figure out what which way is up right now. Let's just go in to nonsense because I guess that'll that'll give us time to um, re- reorient ourselves, find the North Star. And is that a thing that you do? Do you actually see stars mm-hmm. up there? Do you know what stars oh, yeah. are? They're everywhere up here. All right. All right. Well, nonsense been a question. We're keeping it spooky, of course. It, this is the Halloween week episode because Halloween's on Monday. But yep. we were talking about it yesterday, Shneek. You don't really have many plans. There's not much trick-or-treating going on uh, up, up there in your neck of the woods. So what is... What was the most exciting Halloween that you had growing up? I'm going to go like opposite of what you got going on. What was the biggest event or the most candy you got or your favorite costume? Like what got you the most jazzed on a Halloween when you were a kid? Hmm. Good question. Never really was much of a Halloween celebrator. It was probably sure. just going to the Harvest Festival. At that was going to be my answer. At yep. the church. Yep. Is going there and seeing everybody and. I always wore a football jersey. <laughs> Classic. What was the best? That was my costume wore? every year when we went there. It was I was uh, some, you know, one of my football jerseys. And I think it was, I always, always wanted to wear my Favre jersey. I think in eighth, not sorry, not eighth, when I was eight, so third grade, I think I wore my Randy Moss jersey, actually. Yeah. That Vikings 84. Yeah, those uh, harvest festivals were the, were pretty. Pretty much the highlight. I never really was a trick or treater or anything like that. So, but love that. Probably was the same year. Probably had Brett Favre and Randy Moss walking around. <laughs> the duo that should have been. Oh, can you imagine? That would have been fun. That would have been wild. Well, folks listening out there, if you got a good Halloween story, if you got one that's more, I don't know, like singular, like an actual story. About your fun yeah. Halloween's when you were kids, let us know because we're just kind of generally. Let us know though. You've got to. I know there's got to be some wild Halloween stories out there for all of our listeners and fans that can um, give us something good to read about today. Uh, one year uh, at a harvest festival when we were a little older, in like high school, Jay Roman of Jay Roman's the ED supplement fame. He and I almost got kicked out of a harvest festival because we were just like play wrestling. Then security came over and like grabbed us and broke us up. We're like no, we're, seems we, like a pretty uh, harsh punishment. <laughs> we're like we know each other. We're just we're just playing. We know each other. We're friends. We're not really <laughs> fighting. <laughs> so that that's a funny story. But anyway, Sneak, it is Wednesday, as you mentioned. It's Tank Rake Wednesday. But I got an interesting story to tell you about okay. the haunted tank. Oh my gosh, the haunted tank. I love it. Once upon a time, the ghost of Civil War General J.E.B. Stewart returned 
to protect his namesake, Sergeant Jeb Stewart, commander of a tank in North Africa during World War II. Oh, if you want to read more about the story, it's in Robert Kaniger's graphic novel with the same title, The Haunted Tank. The Haunted Tank, man. I'm going to look that up for <laughs> sure. I love that fact from you, that little story. I should have known that old scum was going to come through with a spooky haunted tank, uh, tank rank fact today. That was, I love it. Yes. <laughs> well, all right, scum. Now, this is uh, a pretty interesting piece of a tank fact that I found out. So, back when tanks were introduced, we're going mm -hmm. back to uh, military tank wise, they, uh, you know, you get, you know, those old school original tanks, which probably how they are nowadays. I'm not entirely sure, but they, there was that one guy that I was gotten that basically was the driver, the captain, the main tank guy. And they didn't, they had to come up with, you know, what they would call this commander of the tank. They said, is this, this the tank guy? What is, what do we call him? And that is actually where the name Hank originated from. <laughs> is they were they said well, let's just call the like the number one tank operator a hank and that was kind of like what they're so if it was john smith he was the hank of the tank team for that group of people so that's where the name hank came from i love that freaking <laughs> hank in the tank the tanks creating the hanks it doesn't get much better than that no, it really doesn't. The more you know. And I would encourage everybody who's listening to just take my word for it. No, yeah, you don't need to do your own research. Scum There's no need. I already did all you. the research. We've done it all. We've looked into all the, the information. Just This is just for your informational learning purposes. Obviously. All right, Shink. Well, we're flying through here. Now we're back on track to Waiver Wednesday. Just a really riveting segment every week. Three waiver claims uh, made this waiver Wednesday. Uh, Gooch gets his old flame, Jamichael Hasty, formerly a Niner, now a Jacksonville Jaguar. Uh, nice. Solo bid, $0, so good for him. He also picked up Harrison Bryant, the tight end for the Cleveland Browns, dropping a kicker. I think Njoku's dealing with something, right? I think he's a little hurt, so right. he's looking at a tight end option there, see what happens. And Harrison Bryant was a good prospect when he came out a couple of years ago, has had a couple of flashes, but hasn't really been you know, that involved lately, but we'll see. And then the big one where three people actually bid was new quarterback for the Colts. We talked about him yesterday. Sam Ellinger, Gooch bid zero, I bid two, and then Brandon went big. Got a quarterback for $14. I believe Patrick Mahomes is on a bye this week. So Brandon's just looking to solidify his options. He also has Derek Carr. Maybe he doesn't want to really do that. So, you know, decent pickup, maybe a little overspend, but we all have plenty of money to blow on these waivers. So we'll give Brandon this week the scum and sneak waiver pickup of the week. Do nothing, commish. Of the week. Yeah, I just looked. Uh, I'm playing Brandon this week, and he's he's only other option is Carr. So I guess it makes sense for him to go get an, another quarterback to see if he wants to play someone else. I uh, I will uh, second that. The waiver pickup crown goes to Brandon. 
of those two, who would you play? I feel like it's kind of close. Like with Carr, you know what you're getting. He'll be fine. Ellinger maybe has a little bit of upside potentially just because he's new. He's exciting, but he hasn't been, you know, that great in his career either. So I don't know. I think it's surprising that the, uh, the Colts staff has said he was going to be the starter moving forward. He's surpassed Nick Foles on the depth chart. So maybe that is what Brandon's hoping for. Like in practice, he's showing good signs, showing some growth. Um, I don't know though. I think it's a tough call, but maybe he doesn't. Yeah, I would rather, I think I would rather have Carr in this point just because you know what you're getting. I mean, Ellinger could have like seven points. <laughs> sure. Will he, will Brandon need more than seven points from the quarterback to beat you? Um, yes. Hello. Hello. There he is. We'll talk about that more tomorrow. Tomorrow. Dude, every time I click in sleeper for like on the game log, when I look at a player, it like kicks me out of sleeper. Probably because you got that Montana phone. (laughs) Maybe. Shake was just ignoring my text the other day, blaming it on his phone. I was like, okay. I didn't get any of it. All of a sudden, I started hearing about buttering the bread (laughs) and fried peanut butter or something. I was like, what is going on? Yeah, guys, if you want a little treat, air fry your PB&J, but make sure you butter the bread. That's a, that's is a that, is that, um, is that a crossover juice plush and uh, suppers slash sneak sweets? <laughs> yep. Sneak sweets have been just absolutely um, dormant. They're in the, they're in the work, the laboratory. They're working on for big special. things. We got holidays coming up. That'll be, that's the time to shine. Oh uh, yes, that's right. Sneak sweets, holiday specials uh, are, are right around the corner next month. So that's when they come around. Spirits by sneak only made one appearance this Halloween. Uh, maybe they'll come around and, and maybe they'll rear their um, ugly head tomorrow. You know what? While we're name dropping all of our sponsors, Juge Plus, let's go ahead and just hear a word from one of them in preparation for Halloween. This week's episode of the Scum and Sneak Show is brought to you by Scumder. Now, you might be confused, and we all are, but you may have heard of Shudder, the exclusively horror movie platform. Well, Scumder is better. You'll get a personalized review from Scum based on what you are scared of. Do you need to supply what you're scared of? No. Scum will know. Scum will look deep into your soul, deep into your heart, deep, deep, deep to know you and feel you and get you deepest fears. So... Sign up for Juge Plus and get a week subscription of Scumder for free to get your scary movie watch for the Halloween weekend. Scumder, a subdivision of Juge Plus. And we're back, Sneak. Man, I... (laughs) (laughs) Quite possibly the best ad I've heard this year. And oh. if you haven't, for anyone who's listening, if you haven't had scum get deep inside of you for at and to learn and to grow and to feel and to touch and to find, you need to have that experience. So take them up on that offer. It is perfection. Definitely an experience for both parties. Uh, we're at Sheik. Power ranks time. <laughs> 
Is that what we do today? We rank everybody. Yeah, we tank <laughs> a rank, and then we get into we tank a rank, and we talk about our feelings. I feel like there isn't much going on in the league right now. We see that reflected in the rankings. There's a little bit of movement, but nothing that's going to be too surprising. Uh, the teams that we thought would win did. The teams that took losses last week aren't really affected because they lost to like good opponents or they're still clearly better than some of the other teams. So let's just talk about that. And as always, we're going from bottom to top. Number 12 and 11, the bottom buddies, Scum and T. Uh, dropping down a little bit to number 10 after losing again, but you know, definitely in the bottom buddies cohort is Sneak. Mm-hmm. Jimbo at number nine, Gooch at number eight, both move up one spot after the sneak drop. And then one through seven remains unchanged. Ben on the outskirts at seven, Doug at six, Jason at five, Essie at four, Brendan at three, Wade at two, and Eric still holding on to the top spot and looking stronger after a good two weeks. Yeah, I like how on that bottom three, us, me, you, and T, they're, I mean, I know I've got the the wins under my belt, but I don't yeah. score any points. I'm like 200 points behind you guys. But in my opinion, definitely you and T can always be interchanged there at the bottom, yeah. just depending on either what happened that week, if someone's gotten injured, uh, if someone, if one of your big guys didn't or did perform. So uh, kind of like at the top, I mean, we could probably make the case for Ernie and Wade being the same way. They're both very good this year, but the reason why Ernie gets the uh, slight lead there is because of what he did last year and just coming into this year. And he is, like I said yesterday, he's rounding into that 200-a-week type form. Wade still has the ability to flop and flunder here and there. Uh, so it's kind of interesting how the top and the bottom – uh, mirror each other a little bit there. Uh, and then you've got, uh, in my opinion, it's going to, I guess, you know, we could come down to, it's going to be the Hesse, Dayson, Ben, and I guess Gooch and Doug, I guess all of them are going to be fighting for those spots. There's just, if we would assume that the bottom three, us, me, you, and T, the top three, Earn, Wade, and Brendan stay the same. Then that middle it doesn't, it doesn't really matter, I guess, who gets four, five, and six, six, five, and four. But if I were to talk about where we're at right now, it's going to be Dayson, Hesse, and I'm going to go ahead and put Gooch in there. I like, I like that answer. All right, he's on. He's definitely come around. He might be looking a little better now that DeAndre Hopkins is back and Keenan Allen is back. Uh, two of his main players and definitely two of his main receivers are are going to be helpful. He won't be, or ideally his hope is that he won't be scoring in the 120s like he has when he's back at full strength. Um, I'm going to give that last spot to Doug, though. His team has been a little more consistent throughout the year. He's got more than 100 points over Ben and Chase, um, just scored on the year. And that... That could change. They could catch up for sure. Doug's had a little bit of injury bad luck lately, but he still has his full team. He still has good running backs, even if 
James Conner is out. He's got the handcuff in Eno Benjamin, who was good last week in relief. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to give it to Doug over Gooch and Ben. Okay. I mean, fair enough. Obviously, I like good, great running backs. Uh, and Doug uh, is, is, is pretty consistent, like you said. So I'm, I'm liking that. I'm just – I'm thinking – you know, we'll talk about it next week, but, uh, or I mean tomorrow, but I think we've got a very, very important matchup for Gucci's team this week. That is true. A little tease for tomorrow. And honestly, crap, Doug and Dayson have a very important matchup too. Anyway, we don't want to get into that. Stay tuned for tomorrow, everybody. But, uh, first, or I guess, Lastly, in conclusion of today, we are doing <laughs> first. Lastly, in conclusion, not hopes and dopes today. We're doing tricks and treats. So fun. Well, let's talk about last week because there's some there's some decisions that need to be made based on our scores. So the two hits that you and I had for sure was your dope call of Rondale Moore. Terrible game. He had one catch for 30 yards, like in the first quarter. So it was looking really good. And then literally nothing after that. Had an end zone target. It's been made fun of on Twitter. He's like five, seven on a good day. And he caught he got targeted with an end zone fade. So okay. Maybe not the best call, Cliff. <laughs> um that is hilarious. I had Chris Olave as a hope. He didn't score, but he had seven for 104 or something like that. So great game. That works. That works. That definitely works. Uh, On the other end, we also made two quarterback picks, and I think they're a little more in that gray area. So mine was Kyler Murray. He only threw for one touchdown like I predicted, but ended up with 20 points. So not a terrible game. Lower than his projections, but I don't know if we classify that as a true – Dope. What's your ruling? I don't know if I'd call it as a true, but it would it would still be uh I would still consider it as accurate. Let's call it a push. Not let's call much. it a let's see, we're doing uh tricks and treats. Let's call it a uh what is the similar word to a trick, but that's not quite so trickery a prank <laughs> a prank <laughs> is it a prank it's a little prank yes not it is a prank. trick just a nice light-hearted prank all right just a nice light-hearted prank i love it that's what we are calling is this call and then on the other end you had aaron Rodgers as a hope uh, only scored 19 points but threw for two touchdowns um Almost 200 yards, nothing on the ground, but not not a killer game. So not the opposite of a hope, but nothing that was like a big boom. So we're, we got the same question. Um, so an almost treat, we call it a little morsel. Mm, hold on. I think I'm going to take a look. Exactly what we're going to call it. What about a... Uh, what about a ruse? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like it. So, uh, season long update for everyone. 
with our with our prank and our ruse, calling them a push. I'll, I'm sitting at eight, five and one, and you're seven, six and one. So we're we're on the up and up. This week, what are your tricks and treats, Sneak? Well, I wanted to make another bold call here. Mm-hmm. And that bold call, unfortunately, my trick is going to be on the Gooch team, and it will be Saquon. Wow. Number two running back doesn't score less than like 22, 23 points every week. He will falter this week, and he is my trick for week eight. Mm -hmm. My treat for week eight will be on Jimbo's team, and it will be (laughs) – Oh, boy. It's not going to be him. It's going to be it's going to be Duvarney. Duvarney coming back in relevance. Coming back. He's uh had two in week six, five in week seven. Thursday night against Tampa. He gets back to his old ways of the early year, early on in the year where we were like, What? And he's going to score two touchdowns again in this game. Wow. All right. Lamar gets a little um, little bounce back, a little boost after being down. Nice call. Devin Duvarney. Duvarney. All right. My trick this week is also going to be on Gooch's team. I'm taking a page out of your playbook, and it's going to be George Kittle. Oh, I love that because I hate Kittle. He's got a matchup against the Rams. The Rams have been good uh, against the tight end position this year, and they've already played the Niners, and George Kittle only had, like, four points. So I expect something similar. Um, George Kittle's been on a little tear recently. I think that comes to an end. I think um, the Rams' defense just shows up again in a divisional game. Uh, I expect it to be low scoring and not a lot from Kittle. Love that you're joining my uh, band of calling out big name players to throw out a trick. Oh, yeah. Kittle is very uh, prone to tricks. So, this is true. I'm not, not, uh, will not be surprised whatsoever. And then my treat this week is going to come from the Smith Ben 08 team. 08? 08 in week eight, and it is Paris Campbell. Wow, what a freaking name. What a call. He, you know, I might be really, I might be shooting myself in the foot here because we talked about the, the quarterback change. If Ballinger is bad, obviously this is not going to be uh, a correct call. But Paris Campbell's had two. Uh, back-to-back games of being really involved in the offense. Um, and they've been games, too, when um, Michael Pittman has been good, when Alec Pierce has been fine. So it's not like um, – I feel like it's not something that – or it's not – it wasn't a case of you know, no one else was doing anything. You know, he's had involvement with other people. So uh, I expect 
the the Colts to do well in a matchup against the Commanders. And I think Paris Campbell's going to be really involved, have a good PPR day at least, and be really helpful okay. with Ben's team. Uh, as we all know, 08 needs it if he's going to continue trying to rise up the ranks and get those wins moving into the uh, playoffs here in six weeks or so. So I like the call. Interesting name. Paris Campbell been one of those maligned players for his whole career where is he ever going to be anything? But maybe Scum jumps him off this week. Trying to. I think that is it for Tank and Rank Trick or Treat. Wednesday. Did we get it? Did we get through it? I think so. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Forgotten we'll, see. we'll see on the playback and what our uh, audience says about it. Oh, I'm sure they have great things to say, as always. Well, folks, we'll be back tomorrow for the matchups. Uh, we've teased them already, so be excited. Be ready to be on the edge of your seats for that one, and we'll talk to you then. Goodbye. Bye. Either our pants here. That's what we do. <laughs>